This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and uh, live in person in, in Tucson, Arizona. Um, welcome back to the show. Uh, another episode for you I'm, I'm using tonight to set up uh, a couple of shows that are going to happen uh, over the next uh, few weeks, uh, perhaps not each week, but uh, talking about Libra and some, some issues about Libra and communication and some secret tips and tricks for for navigating uh, relationships, but but Libra, all your Libra placements intentionally, and, and one of the reasons I'm I'm doing this today uh, is that in a few in a few weeks I'll have um, Anthony Diaz on, who's another CTR host, and he's going to um, uh, we're going to talk about um, the benefit of the doubt and 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 communication and relationships, and uh, he's a he's an attorney who's a mediator, uh, works with people who are in you know working on relationship issues as well as um, ending relationships and divorce. And so I kind of got inspired by listening to his show here on CTR. So uh, so that's one reason I want to set this up. I want to give you some astrology stuff because when I have him on the show, it's not going to be about astrology. Um, we're going to talk about the human experience. And so I want to set it up for you. The other reason is that we are just under four uh, days days, uh, three and three quarter days approximately right now, uh, from um, the sun entering uh, Libra, the autumnal equinox. So I want to tell you a little bit about that. Um, but then also about all this relationship stuff, transiting Venus is conjunct Saturn in Scorpio on the transiting north node. And they are, uh, each of the three are sextile Pluto and Capricorn, which is just about to change direction. So uh, it's been retrograded for about five months. And uh, two days from now, on the twentieth, it's gonna it's gonna turn around. So so that's kind of rich for for seeing some um, relationship things. So that's kind of the scope of the scope of the show tonight. Um, I do have a couple of listener questions who've sent stuff in, and then I'm also going to take your calls in the second half of the show. So so stay tuned for the number for that, or check out um, check out the uh, my CTR page to find that number, or see anywhere on uh, Contact Talk Radio actually. Um, First, a couple of announcements. Uh, I'm, I'm encouraging you to get the, the energy and emotion release MP3. The the feedback is is still coming in weeks later. It was from August 31st, and this 91 minute MP3 gives you a chance to take an ascended master and an archangel with you into your emotional history and release things that that don't serve you. This is really really incredible stuff, and I'm I'm hearing from people who are finding out, you know working really hard on making their lives better and having this boost them. So they've made a lot of progress. They're, you know, smart, savvy people getting smarter and savvier about how to run their lives and how to, how to do things. Uh, but this gives you, I keep thinking of it as giving you a leg up in clearing the past so you can be more present and empowered now. So that's available through tdjacobs.com. Uh, there's a link uh, from the homepage, and, and if you just want to go straight to the page, it's tdjacobs.com forward slash C, the letter C, 34.html, just because there's so many channels 
things. They're all they're all numbered. C thirty four dot html. So that's the that's the first announcement. Uh, the second one is the Intuitive Skills Development Course, where you can learn to uh, discover this uh, interesting layer of of who you are and life, and learn to trust it. That starts uh, September twenty ninth. And I'll be in uh, Venice, California, Sunday, October 20th at Mystic Journey Bookstore uh, for a workshop called Meet Your Soul, where you're going to bring your chart and you're going to bring – and if you don't have your chart, you can bring your birth data and I'll be able to make one. Uh, and you're, I'm going to introduce you to what your soul is here to do. So you're going to get many readings at this. It's going to be it's going to be very cool. And then I'll be available to sign books and answer questions afterward. That's Sunday, October 20th from noon uh, noon p.m. Uh, to 2 p.m. in Venice, California at Mystic Journey Bookstore. I'll have all the details uh, on my site calendar uh, coming up soon. If you like this podcast, go into iTunes and uh, rate it. If you like the show or the podcast, go in and rate it. It really helps uh, draw people who might be interested uh, to uh, to the show, to it. And uh, I'm continually, ongoingly, uh, really, really gratified and, and, and pleased with uh, the subscriber and listener numbers. So thank you for, for listening every week and thank you for uh, subscribing. It's, it's, uh, it's great to be able to have the perception you can articulate certain things you want to share with people, but then it's really great when they can hear you. <laughs> so that's part of my Libra thing today with the sun almost in Libra. Um, so thanks, so thanks for playing and, uh, feel free to keep in touch with me. My email is tom at tdjacobs.com and my phone number is very good 213-925-6019. Uh, call me and let me know what you think about the show. And also if you're interested in a reading and maybe I can help you out with some things, reading or coaching or energy work or tutoring anything else I do. So talking about this inside Libra stuff, it, talking about Libra doesn't seem always to, um, to fit the kind of energy that might come up with, you know, transiting Venus and Saturn and Scorpio sextile Pluto as it stations. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I do want to get to talk about the, the Venus thing for a moment, you know, a little bit through the Scorpio lens. Um, one of the things I want to, I want to say, and this is, and this is one of the things that I, I think I might, um, uh, bring up with uh, Anthony Diaz in a few weeks is that, um, we're talking about some blind spots when we live Libra stories, um, some blind spots and some um, assumptions that we may make, um, that, that many of us may make on periodic basis, and how to how to come out of those things. Because when you when you understand not what you read in astrology books, what Libra is about. But when you actually understand Libra as a method and Venus as a as a as a part of you, um, you start to uh, see it very differently. Now we're told it's about um, being nice and um, you know perhaps helping other people or listening to people. That it, you know it's about courtesy and politeness. It's about creativity. It's about appreciating beauty and art. This is what we think. And when it comes to fairness. Uh, specifically, you know, as relationships and how we, we learn about relationships, Libra is said to be about fairness. When you encounter people with a strong Libran uh, Venus seventh house, you know, emphasis, uh, they can sometimes be very, very nice. And sometimes that's what strikes you right away. And wow, this person is so easy to get along with. And perhaps we have so much in common. And, and, um, you know, that person's very nice. That would be like a, the lasting keyword impression that you might take with you with Libra. Um, Libra as a method and a motivation is about trying to learn how to create peace, harmony, and togetherness. It's about learning balance. 
This is, this is a really important point because when you encounter Libra in your own life, you, your part of you will default to saying, oh, well, that, that's nice. That's the way it is. But Libra within you is actually about trying to figure out the right way to be in partnership with other people, in relationship of all kinds. So uh, if you find yourself being very nice, but you've never thought about how you relate to other people, it's not considered. You know, you're not, you maybe haven't evaluated this terrain. Most of us don't, by the way. Until we hit some uh, series of roadblocks or even some of those um, – <laughs> It's this image of the like uh, the chains the state highway patrol might throw across the road to stop a car chase. You know, even if we have a speed bump or this kind of like you know game changing uh, trip ending uh, you know a barbed wire across the road. Uh, <laughs> it's just the image I get of the frantic throwing it across trying to stop the the, the, the crazy person driving. Um, but but uh, what, what happens is you realize that you might be giving more than you're receiving. And so this is one of the blind spots that happens. We, we actually, when we do Libra, we can wait for someone else to see us. And then we might get frustrated if they don't. Sometimes we get, you know, we don't know uh, if we should be angry that they can't see us or something. And then you might say something and somebody might say, well, I'm not a mind reader. So, you know, regardless of whether this turns into to tension or not, there's this basic assumption that we seem to have, which is, um, here I am giving this thing, and um, I would like this other thing in return, but we don't always say that. So there are stages in this process. So if you think about your friendships and think about what seems to you a little imbalanced or very imbalanced, uh, think about – it could be even your, your partner or love relationships. It could be family things too. Anyone where there – any place where there's a, a, one -on, a one to one a dynamic, uh, so it also can be professional in certain ways. And um, ask yourself if you are representing who you are to the other person. Does this person, you know, has this person a reference point for who you are? Have you told this person who you are, where you're coming from? And is there any negotiation about the relationship itself that has taken place? Because again, the blind spot is to want to be there for somebody and then hope that person sees that you're doing that and re reciprocates. But, but it doesn't happen, so you have to speak up. Now, the next phase is uh, speaking up but in a, um, in a realistic way. So we have to – in this negotiation of all Libra and Venus things involves uh, checking – your expectations, understanding why you expect what you expect. And this actually uh, brings up the idea of uh, your history with other people, including from youth and family and, and stuff and growing up in school and community, um, where certain communication patterns and certain ways of being open or not open will have been shaped by what you experienced when you were younger. Because um, all people in your life now – are there to reflect to you stuff you're carrying about people. <laughs> you know, we could extend this into, this is actually great Libra homework, uh, Venus homework, to um, look at what might bother you about someone else and assume, you know, whether it's somebody you know well or somebody you don't know that well, assume that this person is reflecting to you something about you that bothers you. 
It could be uh, an unattractive behavior, a distasteful attitude, uh, uh, some thread or version of something negative or a way of responding to people or reacting. Um, but every single thing that bothers you about other people exists within you. This might not be a completely foreign topic uh, to you if you're listening to a lot of uh, Contact Talk Radio and, and the, you know the kinds of shows that come on here and you know studying uh, New Age or metaphysical things. Uh, but but this is a great Libra and homework. Every single relationship you have, everything you don't like about it, what is it showing you about what you may be carrying? So in this idea of other people reflect things to you, uh, you have to own what you're seeing. Now, then when you communicate, you do it, you know, about what you want, what you need, what your, you know, this negotiation process of the, of the, you know, uh, creating a balance or creating a, a flow of give and take between you and another person. Most of us don't want to bring this stuff up, but when you do it, if you've owned, well, if, okay, if you haven't owned what you're seeing, you can make the other person wrong for something he or she is or is not doing. If you own it, you can approach it through this uh, th- this this method, this route of, I want to understand why this is happening. Can you help me understand this? And I want to tell you what I'm experiencing and then working on it together. And that is actually what relationships are really about. They're not about finding someone you don't have to have difficult conversations with, you know, holding hands and coasting off into the sunset. It's That's not what relationships are about from the soul's perspective. And here you're listening to the soul's journey. Uh, the soul says, I, I need to understand more about myself as a human, and I as a soul will learn about that through the reflections from other people. So everything that happens in your life regarding other people is about you, which is how, if you call me for a relationship reading, um, a 50-50 chance that we're just going to look at your chart because your invitations, right? We might say your lessons, but I want to say that what your soul invites, you know, what goddess and God as you, your soul, invites you to learn through relationship. It is reflected in your chart and that style and some of the, some of the pointers of history, uh, your relationship history will be in your chart as well, how certain patterns uh, can be created uh, over time. So, so that's that's the that's the thing I want to tell you. This these phases of um, of working with Libra Venus energy that actually involve active participation, open communication, um, adult levels of responsibility, and and no mind reading, no assuming, you know, no assumptions that somebody else is going to reciprocate if they don't know who you are. If you're not adequately showing up, or how do you say this? Um, if you're not showing up as an equal. As somebody who is there to create equality, people can't see you if you don't tell them. People don't know who you are if you don't tell them. So that's a, so that's a, that's that's the, the the kind of juice that I wanted to get into um, regarding uh, the sun going into Libra. The giant flashlight in the sky you know, four days from now is going to is going to highlight that for a solar month for thirty days, and um, so you're going to get a chance to view this. And I, I want you to take the opportunity uh, to. Uh, look at your patterns. Look at your assumptions. Look at your blind spots. Look at what you expect from other people, and and, and that's kind of all great and good. But I want you to go at it from what seems wrong in your relationships, because every single thing that's happening reflects something you need to see, and ultimately step up to uh, to work through in conscious ways. 
Yeah, I didn't really talk about the equinox. I just mentioned it, but that, that's kind of, you know, all the stuff that I've been talking about, uh, will be uh, figuring prominently during your experience of Libra. And you can even think about, you know, what happens in late September and the first through a uh, few weeks of October for you every year. The emphasis is on uh, Libra and stuff. What's fair? What you're receiving versus what you're giving? And, and, um, the real empowering thing is to take uh, charge of navigating that consciously by understanding that relationships are, you know, navigations and negotiations and, and ways of working with others. But what you're experiencing shows you who you are. Um, I'm going to take uh, my first break now. This is a soul's journey with Tom Jacobs. Uh, stick with me. I'll be right back. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and today is uh, Inside Libra, and I'll be taking your, your questions here in a little bit. I'm going to give you the number, and in about uh, eight or ten minutes, I'll start taking calls. Uh, the number is 877-230-3062. Uh, this, um, this, the, the, you know, the great big flashlight in the sky, the sun entering Libra. Libra is a cardinal sign. And so it's not just relationship stuff that gets focused on during that solar month that starts in four days from now. Uh, but it's also that, um, uh, you might feel like you need to do something about it. So I encourage you to do it, but, but, but do something in a, in a mature, responsible way that, that owns the reflections you're getting from your relationships. Now, as I say that, transiting Venus in Scorpio is conjunct Saturn in Scorpio on the transiting North Node. Transiting North Node is an opportunity to evolve right now. And there's a little, there can be a little punch. There can be a little, um, uh, one-two punch that comes with this, comes with the transiting node because uh, something seems uh, wrong and the solution is the, uh, is the transiting north node. Um, transiting Saturn has been in Scorpio for, for quite a while, uh, quite a while. Um, 
for a bit, and um, and so there's a work to do in truth and honesty. Venus comes there. Transiting Venus comes there. You know, it, it spent a few weeks in Libra, and then it enters Scorpio. And um, the truth needs to come out. So, so as I say all this to you, and you're, if you're thinking about uh, the, the sun's ingress to Libra, uh, at the uh, the equinox here in a few days, uh, and what might be going on in your relationship uh, world uh, of all kinds of relationships, um, you know, look at like right now you're going to feel that through a Saturnian Scorpionic lens, which has an edge to it. So also, I want you to understand that you always have a choice about how you communicate, how you approach somebody else, and I want you to because we're talking about Libra, I want you to check your motivation. And check the energy that you may use to, to bring an issue that you need to bring up with somebody to that person. As the sun enters Libra, Libra and stuff becomes important. But during that time, Venus is in Scorpio, and we may have a little edge. And I just want you to be aware of that. You can save yourself a lot of hassle by being intentional about how you communicate something after you've owned the reflection that's coming to you. And the sextile to Pluto as it's uh, stationing uh, can reveal quite a bit. It means that Saturn and Pluto uh, in uh, uh, Scorpio and Capricorn, respectively, are in mutual reception and, you know, that means that each is in the other's sign and their sextile, which has this kind of, um, it can be kind of a rapid fire, free association. Oh, oh, yeah, and then you said that, and then you said, you know, between Pluto and Saturn, here's the truth of what's happening. Here's the difficult thing that I need to think about and say. It can be like um, those two energies within you kind of rapid fire association off each other. And so I want you to be really intentional uh, if you're dealing with relationship issues about, you know, who you perceive is in charge and what's happening. Okay, so so uh, thanks for bringing with me with that. I do have um, two uh, listener questions uh, from different parts in the world who don't uh, listen to the show live, who who wanted to ask me things. One of them is kind of a quick uh, quick question. And Pavla in Helsinki, Finland, wrote me uh, actually when Venus was in Virgo, so it's been a few weeks, uh, and transiting near her Pluto, she asked me. I think I know what you'd say about Pluto transiting Venus. You know, she understands kind of how I go into this this depth evolutionary astrology approach and so she said well what about transiting venus on my pluto and so so i wanted to to give that answer briefly um transiting venus brings other people to us and also issues that are very important to us um and 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 people come in situations come in to stimulate issues or to bring up questions transiting venus can ask questions um how would i respond to this what am I up for in this dynamic? How do I, you know, navigate this? How do I communicate? What do I assume? What do I expect from others? All that kind of thing. Coming to a Pluto, it's going to uh, try to touch something under the surface of which you are not aware. Perhaps uh, unspoken motivations. Perhaps something about you you're not sure how to look at. It will come out with other people or another person, or as you realize something that's very important to you. In, the, in a moment. So transiting, it's only going to be there a few days, unless, of course, it, it, it stations, meaning it appears to slow down and stop, you know, near your Pluto. Otherwise, you know, which doesn't happen all the time, uh, happens occasionally. Um, but otherwise, it's just there for a few days. And so transiting Venus, it's not going to bring up every possible thing about it, like Pluto transiting your Venus will bring up every possible thing about your Venus because it's slow. Figure about two, two and a half, three years to do that. But transiting Venus, Venus on your Pluto is going to be, uh, you know, more momentary, 
but but just look for other people maybe bringing out your fears or your assumptions uh, or things that you're not quite sure how to deal with in yourself. Uh, it might even be other people behaving badly or in very unattractive ways, and it would be other people again showing you something about yourself. So, Pablo, thanks for writing with that question. That's the that's the general answer. Uh, the second. Uh, the second question comes from a, a client and student of mine named Mary in Sydney, Australia, and and this requires giving you her birth data. So I'm going to give you her birth data, um, and you can follow along if you want. Uh, her name is Mary, and uh, the birth date is June 23rd, 1958, 1958, 9:01 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. And what she's she's writing about um, is a is a because she listened to the Energy and Emotions uh, podcast or something where I was talking about energy manifesting as health issues, and she wrote me and said that for for upwards of two years she's had uh, apparently it's off and on but she's had a, a rash on her hands that actually looks like um, cuts like like little bits of little slashes and and she she asked me about the Mars her she has her natal Mars in Aries in the eighth house. Uh, and it's a south node ruler, so it turns out to be very important um, because it's a layer in, in my world. South uh, south node ruler is a layer of identity uh, beyond sun moon rising. It's how in a bunch of lives we show up. And and she wrote that uh, living uh, grew up in a family of people who were suppressing a lot of anger. She she wrote anger files, but <laughs> um, you know P H I L E S. But um, but suppressed anger, and and I think there's something in there. And I also I also think that you know looking at how you know as a South Node ruler, you know you Mary might show up in a bunch of lives as an Aries eighth house figure. Well, you know I don't want to be too dramatic, but we're talking about Mars and Aries in the eighth, so I'm going to be dramatic. And what I was you know when I when I was thinking about this before the show and rereading your email, what what occurred to me was this notion of having blood on your hands. And I know that you have uh, the release course that I offer, and you've worked through some self, you know, forgiveness of self things um, from across time. And I think you even mentioned to me uh, that you were noticing some some changes energetically through doing that work. And um, and uh, if you're hearing this and you want to find out about the forgiveness course, it's um, at tdjacobs.com forward slash courses dot html c o u r s e s dot html, and all the courses I offer uh, are on there. Um, but, but there's a thing here with um, living in the eighth house. Sometimes we get into mucky situations with others where we have to get our hands dirty. And it's not to indict your character or say you're a bad person, but there may be um, a sense of guilt about having hurt other people, whether you intended or not to do it in different lives. And this would be this was also fit with the the natal Pluto you have in uh, Virgo in the first house, the house of leadership, decisions, the body, instinctive action, uh, and independence. And in Virgo, really learning in deep ways about the nature of choice. So it's all about free will and choice with Virgo in the first house, Pluto. And uh, also the Pluto is opposing Chiron in Aquarius in the seventh. And, and that says, you know, being blocked or being opposed or challenged by other people's pain. So I think, you know, I think that, that the family of origin thing with the anger files who are suppressed their anger. I think that that's going to um, be something in there for you. Uh, I think you're right about the not expressing the anger, and somehow it's coming out with your hands. But I, but I also think there's a layer of this idea of blood on your hands, and um, you know, so understanding the power of choice and how uh, important forgiveness is. Because I will tell you, uh, everybody at some point across your timeline has felt backed into a corner and had to do something probably unpleasant in 
order to, to, to you know, get out of uh, that corner. And I think it's also a signature of, for example, dealing with war. Mars and Aries as a South Node ruler uh, in the eighth house, looking at the darker parts of life. And so I think that you, in some lives, you've probably seen some really horrific things. And so even if you haven't chosen to do something where there might be blood on your hands, there might actually be blood on your hands. Uh, you, you might in some life be somebody who's trying to help people who have been injured in a war situation, a field medic kind of thing or doctor. And uh, so anyway, this idea of blood on your hands, don't assume you're a terrible person. Um, but I think that there's something in there about um, – about the, the the energy manifesting on your body, so it makes you look at your hands and see either a wound there, which would indicate a wounding to free will, because our hands symbolically are what we reach out and choose things with. So that would be one angle, the symbolic angle of what a hand is. I'm choosing this. I pick up this object, um, but also I, I think just this more this this energy of. You know, blood on your hands comes through for me, but it could the, the circumstances uh, could be uh, one of many or or several of them, and so I would invite you to continually, uh, like as a kind of a uh, to work with this, just continually do a, a forgiveness of self protocol. You know, like I release myself across time from from uh, any ways I may have uh, contributed to the wounding of others or or not been able to help others when I tried because it could all actually, I mean now as I'm talking at the image of, um, of like a field medic who can't save these people because they've been injured in battle or something like that and uh, like like the Pluto and Virgo in the first says you're going to put pressure on yourself to be responsible for helping them and sometimes you can't so that's what that's what I invite you to look at and Mary thank you so much for um, for uh, sending that question in uh, I, I, I appreciate it it's it's, uh, it's interesting to hear from people in different parts of the world who can't listen long um, and uh, so I appreciate I appreciate the comment. So um, I'm going to take your calls now. Uh, the number is eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two, and you can call me with with any questions. I mean, perhaps you know something's going on for you right now uh, with uh, uh, the, the you know what I was talking about uh, Saturn and Venus uh, in Scorpio. Uh, you know, sextile the Pluto stationing. Not like you'd bring that up and say, well, this is what's happening. Uh, but maybe there's some relationship issue or, or control issue or power issue. But give me a call at 877-230-3062 if it's a relationship issue or anything else. Uh, maybe you're having a health issue, a little concern like, uh, like Mary mentioned with the, with that, with that uh, situation. And, and I can certainly help you, um, uh, a minimum put you onto what the energy is uh, behind uh, the experience. So it's it's interesting. I I, I think I've mentioned on the show before that that I spend uh, a, a great deal of time looking for for clients, but also in general doing research, um, looking at health issues and the energetic effects. And I I don't call myself a medical intuitive, but I'm doing that's what I'm doing. I just I don't talk about it because um. It's really annoying to have a bunch of um, labels, and I have Evolutionary Astrologer and Channel, which is already clunky. Um, but I'm also trying to teach people about how to use astrology to see the energetic dynamics in life. You know, looking at astrology as a language of life, a language of energy, a language of how we live. And so I tend not to, to describe it as medical intuition, but that's precisely what it is. Um, Oh, so we do have we do have a caller, uh, Ray. Uh, Ray, are you are you there? 
Maybe. Maybe Ray is there. Yes, I'm going to give you – okay, great. Hi. So I'm going to give everybody your birth date. Is that all right? Yes. Okay, great. So December 28th, uh, 1977. Uh, the time is 12.45 a.m. And it's Saginaw. Is that how you say it? Saginaw? Saginaw? Yes, Saginaw. Saginaw, thank you. I've even been there. I just can't remember. Um, I was there actually in March, and it was so snowy, and it was amazingly beautiful. I couldn't even deal with how awesome it was because <laughs> uh, I like snow. So great. So uh, yeah, so December 28th, 1977, uh, Saginaw at 1245 a.m. So Ray, what can I do for you today? Yes, um, I just want to know what can you see in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like any, yeah, well – yeah, that you can see that can be used for me because I've been like on a spiritual journey, but it's kind of blocked mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay, okay, yeah. So you know all the stuff I was talking about with Libra earlier in the show. You, you have this in spades in your world uh, because because you have the North Node in Libra conjunct Pluto. So there's a lot of for you a lot of stuff about being empowered through making your own decisions and, and having relationships in the right ways for the right reasons. And that's just a major life theme for you. But but what's going on um, right now is transiting Pluto is at the bottom of your chart, which is the beginning of the fourth house. And what that does is it, it asks you to dig down into what I would call your psychic basement, like the inside of how you're wired. And what it does is um, you can't keep doing stuff like stuff will start to break down in your world like you're saying you know being maybe being a little stuck or dragging stuff will stop so you look inside and look at how you really feel and develop new new uh, ways of dealing with what's happening inside so if if you're you know seeing stuff you know a spiritual path but feeling blocked what's blocking you would be be the the need for something inside to come up to the surface. And Ray, I have to tell you, because it's Pluto, Pluto transits ask us to look at, you know, things in us that are not always pleasant to look at. So what what's blocking you is probably, you know, trying to keep um, stuff you don't want to deal with out of your consciousness, which would be a normal human thing and nothing you should be criticized for. Do, do you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your motivations, and, and and by the way, it's already gone over your sun for a few years. Your Venus at zero at Capricorn, and then your sun at six. And so you've been dealing with this, um, I would say, since late 2007 in a very direct way. I mean, it's been a few, yeah, that's yeah, right. really direct. And so now it's like it's kind of like the culmination of Pluto passing over all that stuff in Scorpio for you, and then Sagittarius and Capricorn. It's like you have, you're like me, you have a bunch of stuff. Uh, clustered in the in the first through the third house and and so your whole life has been a pluto transit of something you know it can seem like something's looming you know something difficult is always in the air mm-hmm. um but in but in this you know in this case that the volume got cranked up for you of um i have to look and this this is what i do i mean i've had to do this for myself so i stay sane so not everybody wants to do this but i think you need to and it's to look at Parts of you that are really ugly, like emotional parts, I mean parts that have what we would call ugly emotions, and look at them and and decide to make peace with each one of them because, you know, this is like, you know, the fourth house is about family and history. So for you, some of the stuff that's going to have come up more recently, not 
you know, for the last six years, but more recently in the last couple, is stuff from your past that maybe you didn't know how to deal with well. And, you know, if there were any family experiences or stuff from when you were younger, uh, just in, in life in general that, that were, that were painful or hard to deal with, now you have to look at the fact that every human has the motivation to hurt other people sometimes when we feel like I was talking about with Mary, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the listener question who emailed me with the rash on the, the hands. And it's like we sometimes get painted into a corner. So if you've experienced anything, you know, that's been difficult to process and deal with, now is a time when you're supposed to, you know, go into this psychic basement and make peace with all the parts of yourself. So I, I would love for you to decide that you're going to survive no matter what you see and decide that you're going to be kind and compassionate and generous to yourself. But it is a time in your, you know, no matter what you find out, you know, about inner emotions, but, but this is a time of looking into what people call darkness, but knowing that you're okay, knowing that you're going to be fine because you choose to be okay. Does that make sense to you, given what you've been feeling? Yeah. It, it, I yeah. Do that. Okay. So, I got one example for you before 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 we go. But uh, I, I and this is this is um, in the the Soul's Journey three a case study a book that I published um, earlier this year. And I had in, in my own process of doing this, I found myself living in a place where there were tons of barking dogs. And and I, I'm I have a Libra Pluto like you do, and I want us to get along. Like I don't want strife and craziness, and you know I, I want things to be peaceful. Um, but I'm surrounded by the anger energy of barking dogs. And what I had to confront is the parts of me that would do horrible things to make them stop barking. This was really difficult because I don't think of myself as somebody who could hurt other beings. But this part of me was very clearly saying, you know what? Your peace is very important. So here's the game plan. Go do this thing and, and essentially to hurt the dogs to make them stop. And I was like, that is that is insane. But this part said, well, you know, what's the cost of peace? Can you just make yourself happy? And I was like, this is not the way to do it. So I had to listen to the part of what I would do, this horrible things, and then say, but I'm not going to do those things. So for you, it probably might, might not look like that, probably doesn't look like that. But understanding your emotional motivation and how you've been shaped by your experiences and making peace with all aspects of yourself, knowing that you're going to make it knowing that you're going to be a good person anyway, even if you find something that's really not nice to look at. And this is a Plutonian journey for, for all of us. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling, Ray, and good luck to you. Just be good to yourself, but also be honest. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ray. Take care. And then um, the, uh, we're going to take the, the second break, actually, and then stick with me. We do have another caller. Uh, this is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey. I'll be right back. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times 
Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. the soul's journey this is tom jacobs from tdjacobs.com and and uh, we do have a caller uh, on the line uh name is deb deb are you there hi hi deb can i give the caller the listeners your birth data so they can follow along yes thank you august 13th 1967 1967 11 45 p.m in salonica greece and i'll spell that s-a-l-o-n-i-k-a yep or T H E S S A L O N I K I. Oh, okay, okay. So that's the uh, the. It's the short version. Got it. Okay, I found it in my database, so I found the I found the thing. So, so Deb, what can I what can I do for you today? Oh, and I was born between eleven thirty and eleven forty five p.m. I'm not sure what time. Oh, okay, okay. Um, anything that you find that you feel is relevant, like career, romance. Uh huh. Okay, good. Yeah, career and romance. Um, let me just kind of take a look here. Uh, yeah, you you just you just had a okay. So you have Pluto conjunct Venus. So so this uh, and Uranus and Juno. So let me just break that down for you and and kind of give you an idea of what's been going on. Um, Venus is our relationship part of us, you know, and it's uh, how we relate to others. Um, Pluto is this deep thing that that carries a lot of fear for us. And also a lot of potential for, for strength and confidence if we can overcome our fears. With Pluto and Venus um, next to each other in your chart, it means that over the course of many, many lives, relationships are such a huge deal for you. And, um, and, uh, and it can mean that relationships bring you strength and power. It can also mean that sometimes powerful people come to you uh, and seem to be dominant or want you to be dominant, you know, just kind of in a taking the lead kind of way. But this is all in Virgo, which is about choice and and making informed decisions. So so every question that you could ask me about relationship stuff is gonna feel gonna trickle down to um to to this because you have such a such a, a long term many life history, uh past lives of um, trying to figure out how to be in relationship in the right ways. 
So um, also Uranus is here, and this is going to be a huge key to it. Uranus is about freedom, individuality, and never getting stuck. And then the asteroid Juno is here as well, uh, and that is about commitment. So I think that – and the Venus is retrograde. So these things all together tell me that in some lives, you make a choice that's great on Tuesday, right, some day. Like, I want to be with this person. I want to do this. But then you realize two years later, I've changed a lot, and this person might not have. And then there can be this, what do I do now? Mm. And so but, – but for you, I mean it it's, can be difficult for any of us, but for you especially with, with this setup here, um, the impact of hurting somebody else by dumping him or her is just too, almost too much. Like you don't want to ever do it. Uh, so it's like you know what it's like to be hurt by somebody, so you don't want to do it. So I think in some lives, you're, you probably are a loner because you're not sure how to – reveal all your complexity to people, which is a Venus-Pluto thing. It's mm-hmm. like somebody says, how are you feeling? And you're like, well, I mean, do you have two hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I I can really tell you, uh-huh. but we have, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, have that still waters run deep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in other lives, um, you might get attached at the wrong, re- to, for the right reasons that become the wrong reasons. So, so for you, what I would invite you to look at um, like it's good for you to watch Venus transits around the wheel, and right now Venus is actually coming up to your Mars, as is Saturn and Scorpio. You know your natal Mars and Scorpio in the sixth. So watch Venus transits; they're very important for you. Uh, but also um, understand that um, there's going to be little parts in your brain, little parts of you uh, that don't speak up all the time, but will get triggered with the idea of relationship, the idea of getting trapped or the idea of being lonely. And your biggest tool is going to be in being present with what's actually happening and not making too many assumptions. And one of the things that Venus-Pluto together can bring is a, is a fear, uh, especially in Virgo, a fear of making the wrong choice, mm-hmm. a fear, in this case, of commitment, perhaps. So, so you stay flexible. Keep your options open. Don't get stuck anywhere because no relationship that you're stuck in is going to make you happy. And you can have long-term stuff, long-term relationships, but they need to offer elbow room for you and the other person to grow as individuals as well as together. Is you understand that about yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, and so then, so Venus is coming up on your Mars, so you're gonna have some opportunities to, you know, Mars is about saying yes and no. Actually, Mars is about responding to things. And Venus transit to Mars can bring sparks, can bring passion, can bring new people. If you're open to new people, this would be a great transit to actually find them. And uh, are you somebody who, you know, quote, gets out there, unquote? Are you somebody who's kind of, you know, trying to figure out the right way to meet people? Are you in a relationship or kind of what's your Um, I was getting out there not this past couple of months, though. So you have been, but for the last couple of months, maybe not before that. Is that what before you before that I was, but this last couple of months I'm oh, not okay. getting out as much. Okay, got it, got it. Um, I think in general, what Venus Pluto people and I happen to be one uh, Venus Pluto person together. What we find is that, like I said, the kind of still waters run deep, or somebody says, "How are you?" and you're like, "Do you have two hours?" and they're like, "I just wanted to know if you're having a good day." <laughs> you know, right. Um, one of the things, yeah, one of the things you might find is that. People, and this is going to be a great lifelong tool for you. People might not um, want all the all the depth that you may be able to offer. And the best tool you can do is to not take it personally if they don't 
if they say, how are you? And you're like, I want to tell you this thing. And they're like, I just wanted to know if you like that cloud up there. You like the weather today. Um, don't, don't take it personally. That's going to be a huge tool here because you are looking for depth. And not everybody, you know, wants to do that right when they meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of filter that way and let people edit themselves in if they like intensity and let people kind of edit themselves out if they don't. And, and for you never to take it personally and mm-hmm. never to think – I mean it's easy to say there's nothing wrong with how I am. But then if a bunch of people are saying you're too intense – you know, something goes in your head is like, well, maybe something's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but don't do it. Just resist the temptation and just stop it. <laughs> so that's, that's, right. a, that's a good, you got that. Good. Yeah. Good. And, but, but like I say, it's a lifelong thing for you, a lifelong process because you're, you know, as I talk about a person being, you know, having a soul attached to him or her being an energetic being that's sending out signals all the time, like broadcasting signals, one of your signals is, um, I have a lot to offer, and it's intense, and if I love you, I really deeply love you. And so if you let that be the vibration, you know, and also um, I have a lot to offer and I'm willing to negotiate because that's also a Venus Pluto skill is that negotiation I was talking about uh, above. Mm-hmm. Um, and you probably have really, you know, stronger communication skills than some people you might meet in various social situations, but don't let any of those things be problems. And, I, and if you, you let's go ahead, go ahead. Do, oh, do I have any Scorpio like planets in Scorpio? You do, you do. You have, you have the South node there, which makes you very Scorpionic and you also have Mars and Neptune there. So yeah, you have a, an emphasis in Scorpio, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so transiting Saturn will, over this year, touch that Mars as well. And and what that wants to do is um, look uh, with realistic eyes at what you want and how you go about making that happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what you're you're going to be tasked with now. Um, and and Saturn and Scorpio is this this transit, you know, for a couple years, and we're you know we're in it now, and it's going to be asking everybody to to look realistically at um, who's in charge of some situation, you know, in their life, mm-hmm. and for you in your sixth house, like how things actually work, how things happen, how cause and effect works. That's a big sixth house experience, and going near your Mars. It, it's it's a it's a lot about what you want and how you go about doing that and so you know during this year if you do if you find like let's say that you decide to take a little more risks than usual in saying to somebody or uh, you know people here or there look I like you I'd like to to, to get to know you um, you might step out more and be a little more assertive and other people might um, you know find out that you're kind of intense and they might not know what to do with it. But it's beautiful. You know, there are people out there vibrating. There are people out there who are vibrating. I just want to meet a, an intense person who can handle who can handle truth, who can handle, you know, another Scorpio keyword is transformation. Mm-hmm. So, so but if you're vibrating fears of rejection or resentment for betrayal or can't trust or anything like that, that's the kind of stuff will come to you. So vibrate. Yeah, I'm intense. I'm deep. I have a lot to offer. And um, we can actually evolve together. And you vibrate that, and, and that's going to be really good for, for Thank you so much. You're that welcome. Awesome. Thanks for calling. Great, Thank great. You. That was great. Thank, Thank you, Deb. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 
yeah, so uh, good relationship questions today. Uh, yeah, that that Pluto Venus in uh, in uh, Virgo in the fifth. I didn't mention today, but in the fifth house, it is a lot about playfulness, spontaneity, and fun. Uh, and so, um, lots of times with 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 Pluto and or Venus in the fifth, sometimes briefer relationships can come and go. Uh, even if we're looking for a long-term thing, and, and one of the things that can happen with the fifth house being stimulated uh, is that we need to uh, meet a teacher right now, and that teacher might not be like you know Mr. or Mrs. Wright teacher for eternity. But so you know, so sometimes uh, things can, especially with Uranus here in the mix, you know, happen very quickly, start or end you know quickly. Um, yeah, so that's a that, that's good. That's all good. Um, so as the, so given all this stuff we've talked about relationships and uh uh as the sun enters libra you know set the intention right now while venus and saturn are together in scorpio uh set the intention now to look with realism at what's actually happening and to um take the lead for yourself in sorting through what's actually happening um if there's any part of you that wants to make another person responsible for what you're experiencing you're you're gonna mess yourself up like you're gonna create a problem and it's so easy to say something or to approach something in a way that makes somebody else wrong it's so easy um we want to think we're evolved we want to think this but but it is true that we are feeling this as a result of our interactions with another person you know maybe feeling something difficult or not having a need met or you know not feeling reciprocity in some way it is true that this other person is kind of making it happen but it kind of sponsoring your experience like that is you know a bit of goddess and god a portion of soul that is uh agreeing to trigger you about something that already exists within you something that you already carry and uh your best bet uh, for now and always is to own what you're experiencing. So that's my, that's my, uh, that's my invitation. Um, and, and, you know, maybe, maybe fireworks or maybe something big about this stuff won't happen for you while uh, the sun is in Libra. But that is the time of year to become more cognizant and more aware, right? The light of the sun is, you know, shining through a particular lens of the zodiac. Um, to become aware of all these issues and how these and how these things work. So um, I want if you're in the LA area, I, I'm just going to repeat again that I'm going to be there on Sunday, October 20th, and I'm I'm really excited about this workshop. Um, uh, my guest last week, Maya Razik, was uh, uh, did a book signing uh, there at the at the Mystic Journey Bookstore, and she was really happy with it. And apparently, there's an outdoor patio area where I, we're going to do uh, the event, and and uh, the event's called Meet Your Soul, and I'm going to um, uh, give you uh, in a very very kind of brief but deep overview <clears throat> what your soul is here to do and I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how to make it happen which is kind of the basis of all the sound bites I do and, and the readings I do so I'm excited Sunday October 20th at noon and I'll have books with me and you can check out all my books the channeled books as well as the uh, as well as the astrology books so thanks for joining me uh, this week and um, keep in touch with me through tdjacobs.com and uh, donate to support the show through my site and uh, and as always um, I welcome your feedback comments and questions about the show Tom at tdjacobs.com see you next week you've been listening to the soul's journey with Tom Jacobs a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom 
For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com. 